number two sports show. The Rangers have lost four in a row. They lose to the Washington Capitals 3-2 in a game where they had the lead 2-1 going to the third, and they blew it. They, uh, you know, not a good third period. Rangers haven't been really playing all that well lately. And uh, so, again, first four-game losing streak of the season. First time they've lost three straight in regulation this season. So, yeah, this is definitely, uh, no doubt about it, the low point in the season as we've reached the halfway point. 26-13-2. If you had told me that before the season started, of course, that's great. But really, I would say since the like. We're, we're on like about a month and a half now of the Rangers not playing great hockey. They got off to a great, the first couple of months was just great. And somewhere in December, it's really, really dropped off. Mika Zibanejad returned today. That really didn't help at all. And I'll be fair to him. Like he is coming off of the illness. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a delayed effect with him, but I don't know. So Zibanejad returns and, um, Zach Jones is comes out of the lineup, and they also made a little bit of a switch where Anton Bleed made his Ranger debut. He replaced Jake LeCision. So again, that's all much to do with nothing. Like once Tyler Pitlick and/or Capo Caco comes back, like those players will be gone. But um, yeah, you know, I really think you got to split Zabanajad and Crowder up. It's just you know, and look, like you can always go back to it, and probably will. But I would, I would separate them. Uh, I just. Not enough, five on five, like just not enough is happening really at all. And I think that we've seen Kreider, like last year when, when it was Kreider, Trocek, Vizi, I think was the line. I thought that was a pretty good line. And I'm not saying, you know, it, it would, the problem is there's such a drop off right now without Hedl. Like the problem is if you want to keep that Panarin, Trocek, Lafreniere line together, unless you want to split Kreider and manage it up, then what? You have Kreider like, with Goodrow or Benino as center or Brodzinski, like it's it's a bit of a joke. That's kind of part of the problem. Um, I actually thought Will Cooley looked pretty good uh, on the line with Kreider and Zibanejad. Uh, I thought that he, uh, I think he deserves to just stay up there. I mean, certainly compared to everything else. I mean, you don't want Blake Wheeler in that spot. But I think that that's a major problem. As good as the Trocheck line is, defensively they're not that good. But you're not going to break that line up. So, again, I think Sabatajet and Crowder, I think Laviolette really needs to consider shaking that up somehow. And I'm not saying that's going to be the solution, but you got to do something. Um, also, Keontre Miller and Jacob Truba, like I just, I, they have not been playing well, you know, at all. And it seemed like Keontre Miller maybe turned a little bit of a corner, right? About a few weeks ago, maybe, but that was extremely short lived. I think Miller's been awful. Again, Truba, who had been really good when the Rangers were winning, and but like he, I think his game is, is tailed off. Uh, so Adam Fox scores both goals today. He actually has three goals in his last two games. But even Adam Fox defensively, like, has a pretty big fuck up on the Washington winning goal. Jonathan Quick was in that, and I don't think that you can at all blame Jonathan Quick. Honestly, like. Again, it goes back to, like, you want that big save, but I don't think any, any of the three goals you have, none of them were bad. None of them were bad. Barkley Goodrow's awful. I, I mean, the fact that after this season, there's three more years in his contract is just bad. Uh, and we've said that now. And um, so, yeah, it's just all, all the way around. Um, 
again, like, there's no like real concern in terms of them making the playoffs, but like that shouldn't even be like the thought process. They're just not playing well. And it's been like this for a while. And I'm not going to blame Laviolette. I'm not going to. It is the core of this team that they get into these funks. And knowing them, they will break out of it at some point. They will. And they'll go on a stretch and all will be forgotten. But it just it's a reminder of what they are. Um, and I just thought today they were, and maybe this has been a theme, they were too soft. I thought that, I mean, I'm not talking about it from an individual standpoint, just team-wide. Like, the goals that Washington, those two goals they scored the third were way too easy. Like, lift a stick at least. You're just, I mean, they're just standing there. Um, and, and the Rangers are really bad in terms of odd man rushes the other way. And just that transition game, they can't defend it. They make a turnover. It's ending up in the back of their net. So, uh, again, while it's not like they're getting the door, like, it's not like they're getting embarrassed by any means, but they're not playing a good brand of hockey. Like, to me, the results are somewhat deserved. And we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, I've said this a lot, and they kind of haven't been, but I think they'll be ready to go, right? I mean, you're playing the Caps again. It's the last game against them this season. They beat you two out of three so far. The home team has, has held serve. So hopefully the Rangers can, tomorrow can play a good game. But as far as this game goes, um, Alexander Ovechkin wasn't in the lineup for Washington. And normally I'd make a bigger deal about that. Ovechkin, it, it's been a, a drop-off for him. But it is, again, of note that he didn't play. And so in theory, that should have given the Rangers a little bit of an edge. But uh, not to be. But... At 8.58, Tom Wilson boards Johnny Brodzinski. Again, Tom Wilson's always involved in something. And Anton Bleed and Connor McMichael end up getting a couple of roughing minors, but the Rangers get a power play and they don't score. And that's a huge thing too. The Rangers go over three of the power play. The Rangers are so dependent on that power play. And that's too bad. I mean, it's, it's look, it's a really good power play. Um, but you don't want to be dependent on it. And it feels like they are. And when they don't score, typically they don't win. Um, so they don't, you know, power play is unsuccessful, but the Rangers do take the lead and they did this against St. Louis as well. And it's Adam Fox who does it again. Uh, so in net for the Capitals was, uh, Ryan Lindgren's brother, Charlie, who defeats the Rangers again, at least this time he didn't shut them out. But Lindgren's D partner, Fox scores a sixth of the season from Cooley and Kreider at 13, 23. So again, like Fox from the offensive side of things has been, you know, coming on lately, but I just, you know, defensively, I don't like how he's been playing, but Rangers take a one nothing lead there. Then at 15-17, Rangers get another power play where Nick Dowd, um, basically, it was a clean hit by Lindgren. I forget who it was on, but Nick Dowd ends up coming in and gets the extra two minutes, but the Rangers don't score on the power play. And then after they don't score on it, very soon after, Anthony Mantha, comes in all alone on a breakaway and scores at 17.50 from McMichael. This is a play where Keandre Miller uh, gets a shot blocked and Trube is unable to stop the pass from McMichael and Mantha. So I think blame goes to them, especially Keandre, but you know, Trube couldn't, couldn't prevent it either. And so it's 1-1 going to the second. Second period, um, sec- and, and, like, I thought the Rangers got worse as this game went on, although you know, I guess one could argue that, but in the second, Adam Fox scores again. It was a slap shot, um, good screen by VZ. And so Fox scores his second of the game, seventh of the uh, season. 
unassisted to give the Rangers a 2-1 lead. Uh, Ryan Lindgren takes a penalty at 12.52. He trips Nick Jensen, but the Rangers kill it off. So they go to the third up 2-1. They go to the third up 2-1. And yet again, it's, it's a failed power play. Pacioretty cross-checks Lindgren, but a minute in, a bad penalty by Chris Kreider. He slashes John Carlson. Just a bad penalty. Eventually, it's back to five-on-five. And 10 seconds after five-on-five, again, it's the post-penalty failures that hurt them. Nick Dowd ties it up. His seventh of the season from Kuznetsov and Carlson. So nice play by by Kuznetsov going around the net, kind of flinging a pass mid-air. To Dowd, and Dowd does a nice job of batting it in under the crossbar. It's a legal goal, and Goodrow's right. I mean, Goodrow's got to be a little bit tighter on him. Again, give the Caps credit. This was a nice goal, but Keandre Miller was kind of chasing the puck around on this one, and Goodrow has got to do a better job of just kind of wrapping up Dowd. And, you know, I just feel like the Rangers are not doing a good job with their sticks defensively. Like, again, it's just too easy. And then two minutes, less than two minutes later, the Caps take the lead. TJ Oshie scores his third goal of the season from Dylan Strom and Edmondson. So Oshie, this was a bet Adam Fox with kind of a lazy, bad turnover. And then it's a little, it's a mini, um, you know, it's like a kind of a mini two-on-one where Strom finds Oshie. And I think Truba was the one that was, again, Truba needed to be better there. Uh, yeah, for some reason, was it Truba? Because why would Fox and Truba... Fox was on, I, I think, with someone other than Lingren in that moment. Um, but either way, Fox with a bad play. And again, like that was just way, way too easy. So the Caps take a 3-2 lead. Then at 14-33, Lafreniere is called for slashing McMi- Connor McMichael. Rangers kill that off. Then, you know, Quick is pulled. Rangers had some chances 6-on-5, but Lingren was up to the task. Capitals get it done and they win. So this loss definitely stung. We'll see, you know, I think if the Rangers somehow lose tomorrow, fans will be really, really up in arms and really frustrated. I mean, if they're not already, because I think you have to just wipe aside the, the fact that the Rangers were so resilient and uh, in many ways, it was really impressive what they were doing, but like, hey, that's not now. That's not now anymore. So. Living in the present, the Rangers really need to turn it around and uh, no better time than tomorrow. And they should be fired up. Honestly, like, I'm not expecting it. But the Rangers should go out there and beat them and beat the Capitals soundly. This isn't a prediction, but this is like, hey, just you got to you got to put this to a stop. And, you know, look, you have a four game losing streak. That's not good. You have one point in your last eight, in your last four games. So because of that, now Carolina is only three points behind the Rangers, same games play the division. And you can start forgetting about like, you know, like you can start forgetting about Boston and other teams like that. And quite frankly, like, you know, Florida's now ahead of them. Like Florida's better than, I mean, if we're being completely honest, Florida's a little bit better than the Rangers, not by a, not by leaps and bounds, but you know, if Carolina continues this, there's a very good chance they're going to pass Rangers. And is that the end of the world? No, it's not. It's all about making the playoffs, but you got to play well. And what does Chris Drury do? Does he consider at some point making a trade? Now, his options are somewhat limited, but I think at some point a shakeup is needed because this team uh, does not look good and Peter Laviolette doesn't have answers. Um, 
And, and I don't mean to like, but I'm not putting this on him. I'm not, because again, it's a consistent theme. It doesn't matter whether it's David Quinn. It doesn't matter whether it's Draw Gallant or Peter Laviolette. This is, I, I mean, it, it, maybe I'm being too hard on them, but it just, it, it brings me back to other times over the last few years where we see this out of them and it's just not a recipe for success. So again, in a matinee game in Washington, the Rangers blow a third period lead, lead. They lose 3-2. Now they will head home to take on these same Washington Capitals in a home-and-home -home with another matinee game. And this time, it'll be at Madison Square Garden.